0: The Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. Good morning. Um, it's always i always a bit afraid of this because obviously, if you've run enough half weeks, we can just turn me off, which is always a. <laughs> And uh, I did ask Josh to get a better camera to watch myself, and I said, like, I'm not that big, am I? And I said, Can you make my chin up? And he said, uh, of course, which chin? careful now. Um, but um, in these uh, different times, God is still good, so God is still great. And a happy Mother's Day for those um, who are mothers. We were looking at that tonight, so if you were free, like 6 o'clock-ish, we'll be back. Um, Talking about Mother's Day. But um, isn't it strange that many people have, have said, um, Oh, I'm so busy, but only to get enough time. Well, <laughs> some of us are still working. Most of, most people are not, so you've got plenty of time now. There's no excuse uh, to get those things done if you wanted to get it done. But let me encourage you, especially you who know the Lord, to get into His Word, spend time praying for each other get on the phone to people, um, if you're out about, help those around, in- knock the door and say "Do you need anything, or give them a ring. Um, just be, it's, it's, some people see us now as the greatest opportunity we have, because yeah. you know what, we have hope. People are afraid, and hopeless, you know, we, we're, we're, we don't need to be afraid, God is in control, God is also. Mm-hmm. In the last days he will shake everything, because people put their trust in this and that and the other. And you know what? We miss out on what is called the Almighty. So, <coughs> for you, for us and our, our church, our motto, our punchline, whatever you want to call it, is to know him, plenty of time to do that this week, and to show him. For those who know us in work, we can get up and do that. Um, but it's also, even this so it's quite interesting. Um, we can get a glimpse, especially you at home, and you can't come out because of uh, self-isolation. We get a glimpse of what some of our brothers and sisters go through every day most a lot of them can't meet together and uh, we'll just begin to appreciate what many of you at home will begin to think or maybe it's just the first week, you get into two or three weeks and you'll realise how wonderful to come together is and you know, it, it's difficult. But if, again, let's just do a couple of things that if you want to do there's plenty of opportunity, isn't it? Um, I'm just reading this uh, the testimony from the Wuhan Church of course, again, first we'll, we'll get concerned with the news and Sometimes you've got to turn the news off, but uh, I did watch the news last night, and of course there's no more cases now in, in China. It seems to be finished there. Uh, last three days, there's nothing. But this, this pastor, he said, we thought, what could we do? But he said, we, we didn't meet less, we met more. Because they met online, of course. And he said, the church, because a lot of them were locked away, they began to pray more. 7 till 9 every morning, the people who prayed together, obviously uh, couldn't come together, we prayed together. He said, the church grew. Why? Because we were uh, setting our eyes on the Lord, and not on this and the other, and, uh, so that's great, I'll, I'll print that out and we'll send that around, but of course a lot of us on YouTube, invest in your time, it's a great opportunity to go through the Bible, Chuck Missler, mm-hmm. Dave Pawson, go online, YouTube, and I tell you what, if you think, you plenty of time, uh, Dave Paulson's got 100 videos going through the Bible, that'll take you I think about nearly an hour each so 50 hours Plenty of time Chuck Misler through the Bible in 24 hours he does that's a wonderful that's a great investment go through the Bible and because sometimes we know little bits but to have a grasp and of course we know some great people we've watched Ravi um, Ryan Alpongi they encourage you if you just want a bit of a boost lift up put him on and that's um, great if you do have any requests please send them in and we will pray and um, Again, as we said on the Facebook, if you need any help, please contact us. Someone's a fit and healthy. We've got some youngsters that will get up and about for us. Um, and uh, so let's just pray at the moment. Thank you, Father. You're good. We thank you for each other. And we do pray for those at home this morning uh having to be there we pray your blessing and your peace and your protection we pray for again as we pray for those on the front line working especially in the nhs we pray your blessing upon them again your protection at this time lord and at this time in our nation lord where you are shaking and we are realizing that uh, lord things can be can change overnight people will see their need of a savior people will see their need of an almighty god that holds it all together father we pray this morning from our land. Mm-hmm. Lord, we don't deserve anything from you, of course we don't. We've turned our backs on you. Lord, We, as we talk about our hard heart this morning, we've hardened our hearts towards a God who's been good to us who's mm-hmm. blessed this nation. But well, we pray this morning, you. as you shake us, Lord, we pray many will turn to you, many will call Thank on you. Thank you, only prayer of prayer. The word says, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we pray this morning for all of us, for those uh, that are in Nigel's mother, especially, mm-hmm. and, and others, Lord, we name named before you Rachel and, mm-hmm. and Jan's uh, daughter, and others on our hearts and minds. Like, we do pray your blessing upon them. your protection, in your name we ask. Mm-hmm. Amen. We've been talking about uh, uh, having a spiritual checkup for the last few months. We've we'll been looking at our eyes eyesight, of course, and, uh, of course, you can't come for an eye test. I'm to work as well for a bit. Um, uh, our hearing, Chest, our hearing, and we're hearing correctly. Um, and uh, last few weeks we looked at our heart. Our heart. And of course, um, uh, physically, our heart is is, is at the center of our life, isn't it? And um, maybe um, we don't know what, what, what our heart's like. But of course, there are tentative signs, isn't it? Um, they, they tell us fatigue. Let me just age that. Fatigue, breathlessness, pains. Um, you know, but sometimes you don't know you have a, 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 a heart issue. We had a great, great, good friend, Milo Waynes, up in Trinidad. grew up with him, Keith, and um, played rugby till he was in his mid 30s and he was pretty fit. Uh, one day he was going across to see his mum and dad and uh, threw the gully up there on the top of Trinet and dropped he went and gone. And when they examined him, he had a oh, nothing about it. Uh, maybe had some signs, but probably, like us men, didn't take much notice of those. And sometimes we don't know about our heart. but the Bible says, "Guard your heart," because out of it wellspring of of life. Out of our heart, the centre of who we are is how we speak, how we talk. And we're going to look this morning about the hardness of our heart. And um, if you just look at yourself and look at, and we just look look this morning, and we're really going to dig deep because it's amazing we think. so I've in to a long time, but let me tell you, there's hardness even in our hearts. I just read a sermon by David Wilkerson yesterday, and that's a, that's a bone shaker, if you want to read that one. And he said, let me tell you this, he said, there's more hard hearts in God's house than outside. He said, because those people we can name, when we think of those uh, those militant atheists, we think, oh, Aren't their hearts hard? And you may be even watching this morning and not know thought of God. Well, it, your heart may be a little bit hard, but you, know, you may never hear the gospel. They may never hear the gospel truly and fully. And he said, you remember so going to the communist world where they had pushed God out many years ago. But when they first heard the gospel, many people were flooding to God. Why? Because their hearts were hard. Their hearts were ignorant. They had never heard the gospel. And when he said, he remember go to Poland and many were flooding forward to receive Christ because... They didn't know, um, but you know what, the, far, the sad thing about it is you can hear God's word and the more you hear it and the more you don't do anything with it, the harder you become, the harder you become. And it's a, a process, I suppose, and um, it, it, hard hearts, what is it, the dictionary definition, cold and sensitive, and, pliable, and yielding, all those things that we can think of the hard heart. And um, as we looked at Pharaoh last week, as we saw the progression in his life, as he saw the hand of God, as he saw God doing this, he could—he he saw the creative work of God, and he saw the the redeeming work of God in the people of Israel. He still hardened his heart. And let me just say, if you can't see God's handiwork in creation, we are blind. God's handiwork is there for us to see all around us. So we look at the hardness of heart and. Of course, we would say, "Well, dear, what causes that? What causes that?" Well, the Bible tells us clearly what causes the hardness of heart. And the Bible is full of people who are uh, full of uh, people of Israel hardening their hearts right from the from from the beginning of time, really. Um, Lord said to Cain, "Be careful. Sin is in your heart. Be careful." Sin, doing our own thing, is deceitful, and Hebrews says it will harden us. It will harden us. Not listening, that particular, we just read Hebrews 3, and if you look at Psalm 95, it's a great Psalm to read. Today, that means God is relevant today, He's speaking today. If you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. For us who know the Lord, you have heard, over the last, if you've been here, You've heard me speaking about um, devotion to the Lord, devotion to time with Him, devotion to the people of God, devotion to the service of God. See, if nothing's changed in your life since you've heard those things, you've become hard. If you've not increased your time with Him and in His Word, then you become hard. Because we've been encouraging you to do that. If you've not dealt with things, issues... You become hard because the Bible says to release, to forgive. I was talking to some months ago uh, from somewhere else, and we were just talking. He was talking about things that had happened in his life 10, 15 years before. You know what? Things happen. Things happen in life. People disappoint you, people upset you, but you know what? You can't hold on to it. Let me just. You see, again, that it's home it's to every one of us. I wonder how you, when you talk about that person, how you talk. If, if there's a cynicism, if there's criticism, or there's hardness in our hearts, there's a bit of hardness there. When you think about them, what do you do? If you, if you pray for that person that, that, that upset you, or that circumstance, you can't even go back there. Let me tell you, there's hardness that needs to be dealt with. Now that maybe be just a, a little bit, because obviously, as we said, there's, there's a general hardness in our heart, but there's specific areas. So we've not allowed God to minister, God allowed to. Thankfully, we can be proactive, we can be intentional. Because if there's an issue or a person has uh, grieved us, we can go, you know the best thing is to pray for them. We talked not too long ago when M- Mary and Martha, and Martha was... Uh, busy about and she's had enough of Mary because Mary was, she in her mind she was a lazy so and so listening to Jesus now me and you, what we would have done we would have talked about Mary getting her back or we would have gone to Mary and given her stick wouldn't we? Mary, especially her sister, get up, do something but let me just say Martha this is a great lesson for us to learn she went to Jesus about Mary any issue, any person, anything, go to him. Peter said, and it gets in this time, where are we going to go, Lord? You alone have the words of eternal life. He holds it in his hands, he knows everything. And when we've got issues with people, go to the Lord. Let me tell you, we'll see things differently. She was expecting Jesus to agree with her and say, yes, Mary, get me your sister. Uh, but no, 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 she began to see different. Why? Because the Lord saw differently. He saw it differently. Go to the Lord and take it to the Lord and we see differently. Why? Because then our hearts will begin to be like His. Cynicism, criticism, passionless. If we are if there's no if there's apathy in our hearts, let me tell you there's hardness there that we need to get the Lord into it, burn it up, and um, get some life. If there's lack of empathy, see, one of the things that Jesus was, and we look at that tonight like with mothers, one thing mothers, is there's that compassion. The Bible says Jesus was moved with compassion. And let me tell you, if there's no, no compassion in our hearts, there's hardness there. There's hardness there. If we can't see an issue and we move like the Lord, see it like the Lord or, or try and do something. Remember when Jesus moved compassion, there was always revelation and impartation. He always did something and that's the thing when we, when we know God's good and we don't do it there's a hardness built in and comes into our hearts sin pride oh dear 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 I, me, I and we looked at uh, Pharaoh and the, Jesus, uh, the, the the Lord said by now I could have wiped you out he said but because I want to show my glory and my name to be proclaimed I am withheld by why do you still exalt yourself God loves to test our hearts. He loves to test our hearts. He's a God who tests our hearts. Why? He wants to show us what we are like. So he will bring things across our path. He will bring circumstances to get our attention. We say, why is this happening in, in, in the world? Let me tell you. God is screaming at this world to turn back to him. Seriously, it's he was it's calling God's megaphone. Pain and difficulty is God's megaphone. Why? Because given ourselves, we just carry on with the life. We ignore God. We get on with what we are doing. Me, my eye dreams and my ambitions. And God says, have a little bit of this now. Stop in your tracks and begin to think. You were here for a moment of time and then you're into eternity, forever. What have you done with me? How have you responded to me? How have you lived for me? Because it isn't about me, it's about him. We created by him for him. He died to make it possible to come back to him. Pride, well, we know that. And God examines our heart. He loves to search our hearts. He knows our hearts, of course, but we don't. He knows we're desperately wicked and 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 We want to do our own thing. We need a new heart, of course. But then the Bible says we need to keep it clean. We need to keep it whole. We need to keep it pliable, pure, pliable, and with a passion for him. But so often we allow ourselves. You know what I'm going to say right again? We've got hard hearts because what God has said to us, we've not put into place and we've not put into place, we've got a hard heart so, we see even the disciples haha, even the disciples had hard hearts you say, can this happen, is it just for those who don't know, no, 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 no the people of Israel, the Bible says time and time and time again, they heard God's word but they hardened themselves and we don't learn from the past we don't learn from what God has done the Bible says of Zedekiah Jeremiah, he came to Jeremiah and said, Jeremiah, tell me what God wants. <laughs> and Jeremiah said, why? You won't listen anyway. Mm-hmm. He said, you tell me. And Jeremiah said, this is what you should do. You should give up to Nebuchadnezzar. Surrender and you'll be okay. But the Bible said he didn't listen. He tried to run away. And Jeremiah said, don't you try and fight. Don't you try and run away because you'll be in trouble. He was told that. God's merciful. God's mercy Even in those plagues we looked at last week, the Bible says, God said, when he was about to destroy the livestock, let me tell you, bring them in. Even to the Egyptians, bring them in. But the Bible said, anyone who feared, did anyone who didn't give a monkeys, and they lost it all. And Zedekiah ran away, he didn't listen. And the Bible said, this is a tragedy. All his children were killed before him. Babylonians didn't mess about. And then they took his eyes out. That's awful. All because he didn't listen, he hardened himself. Belshazzar, we know that amazing story. Belshazzar, again, uh, he was drinking, and of course, we say before, when drinks incense in, is out. But he began to worship and He worshipped the gods of, and he said, "Get those, get those things that we got from it, not from Jerusalem. We will worship the gods of gold and all these things." And then the Bible says a finger comes and writes uh, on it, frighten the dead. Didn't know what it meant. Well, he could read it, but he didn't understand it. Mother came in and said, There's a man, an old man, an old man called Daniel. Well into his 80s. Get him in here. Daniel had been put out of pasture with the seam of things. Got Daniel Daniel in and said, He didn't listen. When your fathers, or grandfather actually Nebuchadnezzar, when he hardened his heart and pride through God, brought him down to nothing. Um, we know that story where he said, look, what I've done, and, you know, said, God said, have a little bit of this in the Because you're only there because I've allowed you to be there. And uh, he said, Belshazzar, you've not listened, you've not heeded the past, you've not heeded the warnings. But hardened heart causes our not listening, not actually doing what God has said. Sin, going the wrong way. Pride, not going what, doing what God asks us to do. My way, not God's way. That's the thing about the cross, you see. That's why Jesus says, Come to the cross, because when we come to the cross is in dying to who I am. And all those things. Let me just again reiterate those issues, those people, those things. What you when you think about them, when you talk about them, what comes in your heart, how do you speak about them? How do you feel about them? Take it to the Lord. Release it because this hardness and it will increase well, of course, the results of the hardness of heart is not understanding, not recognizing, not receiving. Unbelief crops in, compromise crops in, and that affects who we are, how we believe, and how we speak. Jesus had just fed 5,000 people. That's amazing, well, five thousand men, actually. I want to be specific. And uh, in fact, he even used the disciples. The disciples uh, said, oh, well, then, I, they need to go, we can't feed them. And Jesus says, What, what have we got? got? Find those two fish, okay. Sit them down. Sit them down in groups, and uh, we'll feed them. What? And the Bible says, The Lord looked up, He gave thanks, and He gave to the disciples. Give, again, a great example of whatever we give to the Lord, however meager, God can multiply it because He's awesome. He's the mighty God. But He uses the disciples. So they've seen this amazing miracle before them and jesus said now get in the board and go across to the yeah. other side i'm going to pray and uh, the bible says and this is interesting in mark he says in the middle of the night you can see them toiling in trouble harassed and going against the wind now when we are in trouble and toiling and harassed and really up against be very careful because then we're not seeing clearly. And you know what? We're always going against the tide. Being a Christian is going against the tide of, of what people think, what the world thinks. But we're never going against the wind. Because the wind always speaks of the Holy Spirit. We always should be going with the wind. And when we go in against it, now Jesus turns up walking in the water and they are frightened. They don't recognize it. The Bible says they didn't understand the 5,000 because their hearts were. Hard. They didn't see. They couldn't receive because their hearts were hard. They couldn't recognize it. And you know, sometimes we don't recognize the Lord. We don't recognize Him speaking to us. We don't recognize him, what He wants to do. And in this amazing time, great opportunities. Let's see what the Lord wants us to do and be. There's opportunities to touch people's lives, to bring hope and the uh, gospel at the moment. So they didn't understand because they didn't see and because their hearts were hard. Again, the Bible says he fed 4,000. An amazing miracle. And this time, it seemed to be uh, even, even, the disciples were more involved. And then they get in the boat, they go across, and then Jesus is talking about um, the yeast, the, the Pharisee, and the, Pharisee the, the bad teacher, and they begin to say, don't understand what he's talking about. We're talking about the lack of bread. The Bible said they didn't understand because their hearts were hard. They didn't see. See, they couldn't understand what the Lord was doing because they hadn't had received really a land it's about allowing God's word into our hearts fully having it in his ways we talked last week about Pharaoh and what he wouldn't, he wouldn't do he wouldn't let go let my people go hardness of heart will not let go it will not surrender it will not secede you know why because we want to be in control we want to run along there. let me tell you every decision I've made and I've ask the Lord, I've it on my own back, has been a poor decision at best. When I've asked the Lord in and i said, Lord, look, this is your, I'm yours, have your way, direct me, guide me, looking, at the time I couldn't understand some of the decisions, that's probably not the best decision I thought at the time, but going on a few years and was a good opening. now looking back, that was the best decision. Because God man, was best. And when we, when we allow him to have his way, we see, we don't Misunderstand, you don't misunderstand, and then unbelief. Unbelief. is comes from a hard heart. Mark sixteen says um, the, the women came back and said, he's, "He's risen. We can't find him." And they were they were so soft. They just they just they, in their minds. They might not have said it out loud. Silly women. That was, that's what they said. And then the two men came back from the road and said, "Look, we've just seen him." And they said, "We don't believe him we don't believe you. Mark 16, 14 says he came among them and he rebuked them. He said, what are you doing? You, you didn't believe because your heart was hard. They, and why did your heart was hard? Because God had told them, Jesus had told them what was going to happen, yet they not received it. Not listened to it, not applied it. Not put their faith into it. The Bible says in Hebrews that the, the, the gospel had no hope for them or no help for them because they didn't combine it with faith. Whatever God says, Trust him, believe it. However dark the situation, however distant the answer to prayer, answer. However discouraging things have been and people have been, and they will be because we're not perfect. You've disappointed people, like we talked about that last week. Uh, but God never does. God never does. So, so we have these people, and also not recognizing, compromising God's word. We do compromise, if, if, and of course, we saw the four compromises that uh, Pharaoh wanted. Last week, didn't he? Four I don't go very far, stay in the land, um, you know, only the men to go, leave all your flocks behind. What he was saying is leave stuff in the world. No, 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 if you come in for the Lord, come in for the Lord, every not a hoof, not a hoof to be left in Israel, not a hoof to be left in Egypt, I should say, out is going to come. Again, they, they always come to test Jesus, and um, they came to Jesus and said, Jesus, um, the uh, Moses permitted us to divorce. What's your view on it? He said, Moses permitted it, listen to these words, because of your hardness of heart. It should never be, he said, this is not how like it was designed, it should never be designed that way, he said, but because you're hard heart, you changed God's word or you wanted God to compromise and you distorted what God had planned. Hardness of heart does that. He was in Ephesus, Paul, he was speaking to the people and the Bible says they became hardened to the gospel and they spoke, spoke against it. Our words betray us. Our words betray us. Hardness of heart. And as we said when we talked about listening to the Lord and God speaking to us the other Thursday. And it's amazing how God speaks to us through lots of ways. God, God wants to speak to us. Primarily, if you pick this up, God will speak to you time and time again. But so many instances and circumstances, and uh, God speaks, and uh, we said about this, uh, when we see issues in other people, we have generally God is speaking to them, to us through them. <laughs> so when I see something in someone, I, years ago I would say, oh, look at them. But uh, my mum, uh, wise words, my mum did. When you see something in someone else, careful there's not of that. Of course, it's biblical, isn't it? Don't take the speck out of your brothers. There's a log in your own. David, get that man in here and we'll sort him out. And David, uh, again, I was just reading this this week, and David came and of course he wasn't in, in, in the room when, he was, when Samuel was asking for the king. First man, Eliab, the oldest brother, big, strong, handsome, Samuel saw him and said, this is sure. The man, the king, the next king. And the Lord said, don't. He's rejected. I've seen his heart. I've seen his heart. Isn't that interesting? He saw Elias' heart. We turn to the next chapter, 1, 1 Samuel 17. And David's gone down to, to uh, take the, 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 the cheese rolls. He took the cheese rolls down to uh, the, 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 the part of the place. And he was, he's talking to the people, talking to his brothers. And then he's talking to And then here's Goliath. Here's Goliath. And uh, he's what on earth is this? And he begins to say, look, someone needs to sort him out. Everyone's afraid. Everyone's afraid because they can't see. Remember, uh, even in this time, when we may be fretting and fearful, let me just say, you don't need to fret, you don't need to fear. If you are seeing him clearly, if you know the Lord, if you love the Lord, if you don't, you can turn to him, and there's no fear. One great thing about being a Christian, we never, never problems. We never, never, don't misunderstand. But let me tell you, we'll always have peace. Guaranteed that. And his presence. He'll never leave us or forsake us. Fantastic. Anx- anxiety, worry. No need to carry those. Why? Because he's my father. He's in, he's in the trouble. So he's gone down there. Listen to what Eliab says. I'm talking about seeing things in others. We have got ourselves. Eliab says, look, I know you. I know you and I know your heart, your wicked heart, he said. Get back to those sheep, get back home. Isn't that interesting, the words he uses? Because God knows. He saw the heart and uh, Eliab um, accusing, criticizing, arguing with David, seeing his heart. Yet, it was his heart. It's always interesting things in the Bible. We think, why does that happen? Well, we can't understand the story. But again, just take your time with those reading. We think of Samson, and uh, uh, with Delilah, and of course, he went through a number of things where uh, the Lord hadn't left him. But the Bible says, when he shared his whole heart, when he gave his heart away to her, then the Bible says, the Lord left him. The Lord left him. Um. Simon the Sotra is again an interesting story where the Bible says he believed, he was baptised. But of course, as we saw in Pharaoh, it was a counterfeit. Pharaoh said, didn't he, I have sinned, I have sinned, he said, get this from me. But of course, again, he was only looking at the temporal, only looking at, initially he was only looking at the counterfeit. The counterfeit was more important than the real, and the temporal was more important than the eternal, temporal. And when he asked to buy, Simon's social when he asked to buy like, that gift, listen to what Peter said, your heart is not true. Your heart is not right, because although he'd gone through the process of saying yes, I, I believe, I've been baptised, he'd not given his heart to the Lord. His heart was still in his own hands. And there we are this morning, our heart, where is it? How is it? How is it? And how do we get it soft again? How do we get it solved again? Thankfully, the Bible says, David says, search me, O God, and know my heart. He knows our hearts. But he wants us to know again this morning. There's areas in our lives. We may be, we may be totally hard-hearted towards the gospel this morning because we've heard it and we've been rejected. Can I say, if you're listening this morning, there's still hope. Fantastic, still hope. But for for us who have got areas of hardness, this morning, this morning, we need to allow the Lord to search our hearts. We again allow God's word to invade our hearts. The Bible says it's it's like a sword, it cuts away. Back in the Old Testament, he said circumcise him. Cut away that which shouldn't be there or no need to be there. Cut away. Let his word have its way. James 1 says, You... And do God's will. Don't forget it. Stoop down. Look into the law, the perfect law. Look into it. <coughs> Observe it. So you will not be a forgetful hearer. And then we see how it affects our words, our ways, and our work there in M. James. Hardened by this life, yes. Hardened by disappointments, of course. Thankfully, we can come into the presence of God. Seek the Lord while he may be found. And he brings, sometimes brings a hammer, sometimes brings fire, sometimes brings water, whatever is needed to soften our hearts. It's a lovely Romans 5, verse one. you're justified by faith, If you are, peace with God. But then listen to what he says, you rejoice in your suffering, because you know the suffering produces perseverance, perseverance can't, can't have hope. And this hope doesn't disappoint us, because God has poured out his love into our hearts. See, that's what we need. We need an overwhelming sense of God's presence, God's love, God's character, to soften our hearts, even in those areas where, and as we said before, it could be true. As I said last week, I can stand here and tell you true things about Jackie. It'll be absolutely true. But it wouldn't be necessary. It wouldn't be kind. And... Who cares? In a sense, it's not graceful. Mm-hmm. I remember telling you about uh, David and that uh, they were making things up about him on what he thought, and there was rumours going about him and um, things said about him, and he, he got before the Lord and said, Lord, come on, come on, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying things it's not true, Lord, you know it's not true. Um, and then he just you know the, the voice of the Lord speaking to him. David, good job they don't know the truth there, not it? good job they don't know the truth because you know what if, if the truth would be told we'd all be lost thankfully the grace of God comes and takes us but you know what we need to receive grace but put grace out as well to those around us and the hope that we have the reason for that hope that we have may the God of hope fill us with all hope and peace as we trust in him hardness yes even the disciples are hard-assed because they didn't receive, they didn't listen, they didn't allow God's word to affect them and actually be intentional. Be intentional this week. God's asking us to spend more time with get into his word more. You see, if we don't, we harden ourselves. If we don't forgive, we don't release, we don't allow those things to move, we become harder. If it's besetting sins, things that we need to get rid of, we need to be intentional. Thankfully, if it's giving, it's serving, intentional. Go out of your way to do it. Let's pray. Amen. Thank you, Father, this morning that you want us to be tender-hearted. You said in Ephesians and in Peter, Lord, about our behavior, Lord, be tender-hearted. Right. Lord, we can be hard-hearted sometimes. It comes up in our words and our actions, but Lord, you are tender-hearted. Lord, you speak truth. You're always a truthful, but with grace. So we pray this morning, as we, wherever we are, nobody we not, don't know you, Father, and we have become hardened because we've heard about the gospel, but we've not received it today. Today, we say, Lord, have mercy on you. Come in, prove yourself, reveal yourself to me. And for us who know you, Lord, and we've hardened in areas, we've gone far from you, we've hardened our hearts. We pray this morning, Lord, as we've heard this word, we will confess, repent, say sorry, and say, soften my heart created me a clean heart give me an undivided heart lord we thank you for the new heart you've given us but lord you've also told us to make ourselves a new heart as well to be proactive in this help us this day in your name we pray amen amen um if you're free tonight okay for us uh, usually come we expect you can't we can't follow we we can't pin him down (laughs) but we'll see you come six o'clock mother's day happy mother's day Sorry you can't vote for dinner. Let's see you, Mr. Honey. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.